Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm delighted to share my first series is in partnership with Heck, who, like me, do things differently. Being an independent and British family-owned business, they use the finest ingredients in small batches, pulling out all the stops to bring that farmer's market quality to the supermarket shelf. In addition to their delicious original range, they offer veggie options too, catering for absolutely everyone, all of which can be found online at heckfood.co.uk and in the major supermarkets too. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to Food for Thought, a podcast on a mission to simplify nutrition, equipping you with all the evidence-based advice you need to live and breathe a healthy lifestyle. I'm Rhiannon Lambert, Harley Street nutritionist, master practitioner, personal trainer and best-selling author of Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well. I'm so excited to share my vision of food far beyond the confines of my clinic. I truly believe food should always be a positive aspect of life, offering enjoyment, fuel and happiness for both the mind and body. I'll be joined by some very special guests and we'll be talking about how to develop a healthy relationship with food and what does that even mean? How does it make us feel and how it can change our lives forever? Lisa Snowden is one of the nation's best loved radio and TV presenters as well as being one of the UK's most successful models spotted by a scout at just 19, Lisa quickly became a leading top fashion model. Best known for her commercials of M&S, Triumph lingerie and high fashion covers including Vogue, Lisa's move into presenting saw her become head judge and host of Britain's Next Top Model and co-host of London's biggest ever morning radio show, Capital Breakfast, for just a measly seven and a half years. She's reached the final of Strictly Come Dancing, starred in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, appeared on Celebrity Apprentice and has been the face for so many leading brands over the years. If she's not on the telly presenting this morning, she's probably shooting swimwear somewhere exotic. And I am so grateful that this extraordinarily hardworking woman has found the time to be with me today. Good morning, Lisa. Hello, darling. Oh, I cannot believe you actually managed to find time in your manic schedule to be here. Of course. Hello. (laughs) I mean, that was kind of something I really wanted to get you on the podcast for because you've got such an incredibly busy life. I mean, you're 
CV is un- unbelievable. I find it quite inspirational. You can talk. You're always so busy. <laughs> I'm busy for different kind of things, though. I mean, your job sees you working at the crack of dawn, like when you host a Capital Breakfast, you're judging TV shows. So you're probably working extremely crazy hours. And how have you found that's affected maybe your relationship with food over the years? Right. So... Um... Over the years, I've I've learned to be a bit more organised with my food. Okay. So if I know that my hours are going to be ridiculous, I yeah. just kind of think... I'm the sort of person that whilst eating breakfast, I'm thinking about lunch and then I'm thinking about dinner. <laughs> so so I'm, not, I'm, so, I'm like one of those people like, where are we going for dinner? What do you want for dinner? Like I asked George this morning before he left for work, what do you want for dinner? And yeah. he's like, I, I don't know just yet. And I'm like, okay, because I'm already planning. You're so, so like I'm me. good at planning and I love my food. Yes. So I'll always find ways yes. of eating yeah. and the foods that I want to eat. Yeah. Um, and you know what it's just it's just about that really it's just about totally. knowing that I need need my food I need my nutrition to keep me going yeah um I'm more aware now as I'm older what foods uh, yeah can do for you do for me but also what foods don't agree with me yes because we worked on a campaign last year didn't we yeah um because dairy is not great for you dairy is, is not good for no. me and um Anora eggs annoying oh that's so annoying because I my love things. eggs and I yeah. think what happened with me is I overdid it with the eggs I mean on capital <laughs> breakfast they used to call me Eggy Eggy Snowden Are you that was kidding? my nickname no 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 because I used to take two boiled <laughs> eggs with me every day and then they quite smell it, yeah? unsociably <laughs> open them up in the studio and they'd be like oh lace and I'd be like sorry but I was like lean protein yeah really good yeah don't yeah they travel okay as long as you don't crack them I do it with fish babe a, don't worry yes. I'm, the, I'm the fishy one it's like oh she's got salmon again great <laughs> so um so I know what doesn't suit my body and what you know the kind of irritation that I'll yeah, get yeah. like bloating and yeah, IBS and things like that so um I just I'm a planner mm. and I love taking my food with me well that's exactly why obviously I think getting to meet you and hearing that you actually have an interest in nutrition it was so refreshing to hear that even in other industries now it's becoming something that people are talking about you know it's people want to know what works for them yeah and there is so much information out there now you know there really is and I think I've always had that good relationship because of my modeling days I've always known Mm. that water's crucial vitamin c yeah um as I've got older I know that omegas and good fats and things like that that you know not only for my body but for my mind and my skin Mm. so it it kind of just all goes hand in hand it just makes sense to me completely and I was going to ask you so when obviously I, I was a singer before I was a nutritionist and I totally understand the pressures of looking a certain way or your skin or how you dress but obviously as a model when absolutely everything is about the way you looked how do you think that's kind of shaped who you are today well um it's a weird career to have I have yeah. to say you know yeah. st- you know being young I think you were 19 yeah, when you were scouted which actually isn't as young as some models because okay. I think being 19 I actually had at least a little bit of life experience I was a bit older and able to make decisions and um, know my boundaries and my limits of what I was prepared to do mm. photography wise or you know just or, or the attitude of certain people in different territories whether it be Paris yeah. or Milan or whatever so I feel like I was lucky in that respect but it is it was um, still quite young to be judged on of how course, you look totally. so that does kind of mess with you a little bit because yeah. then you go to a casting and you see all these like lines of gorgeous girls and they oh, all gosh. look so different to you and so you sort of go Oh gosh, she's taller than me, or she's shorter than yeah. me. She's blonder than me. She's darker yeah. than me. She's prettier than me. <laughs> everything. She's everything. And then you don't get the job. So then you lie in bed and you go, "Oh, why did I get the job? Because oh, I was no. wasn't too tall enough. I wasn't slim enough. I wasn't yeah. big enough. I wasn't insane." Oh, so it gosh. kind of messes with you a little bit. But um, and I just don't. Th- 
you know, what can you do? That's just yeah. part and parcel. So it of really it. did harden you because you're not, you're so down to earth. And it's one of the things that really struck me when I when I first met you is just what a lovely grounded person you are. And I think it must have been you must have been around so many different types of people in that mm. industry. Not everyone surely shared the same ethos in the no. way they approached their work. Do you know I'm really lucky because my family have kept me really rooted. Mm. I mean, I'd come home and I'd be really proud of a lovely magazine cover or something, and uh. I go look at this, and they go. What what's your look at your foot? Your foot looks huge. <laughs> it looks or funny. Your head looks a really funny shape. And I, so I'd be like, I, oh, yeah, like it would crush me. Sorry, yeah, yeah. just slapping and making noise in the yeah. studio. No. But um, yeah, so I so they they like burst my bubble quite quickly, Aww. and so that but it was good. And then when there was nice things, I'd be like, well done, love. But then they'd carry on with it. it wasn't yeah. like a big like celebration like look she's doing covers no. or you know they would just always bring me back down to earth with a bang which was really refreshing <laughs> well, actually. Well you've evolved a lot as well I mean you're now known for your voice and your personality and your skills yeah. your quick wit and that must be so refreshing as well. Yeah and that was something that I really I mean when I was younger I wasn't ever really traditionally pretty I don't think and my dad was always and I wasn't very smart either at school. Like academically, I was just, I struggled quite a lot. Yeah. Um, Did you enjoy school or was it just no, not really I a didn't. thing? I got yeah. bullied a lot and oh. it was just a miserable place to be. Yeah, yeah. And then I just felt a lot of pressure because I wasn't always quick at like sort of, you know, math and, oh, you know, just, tell me about just, it. just yeah. equations mm. and all timetables. And, t- and my dad's really smart. So I think yeah. that that used to frustrate him. So I was trying to be the funny one. Okay. So for me, <laughs> it's always been about having more personality yeah. than maybe brains yeah. or looks. <laughs> But luckily, I th- I do know now that I do have a brain. You I do. just don't. Perhaps I can't. You know, do trigonometry and algebra yeah. and things like that. Don't even get me started yeah. on trigonometry. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was just such why did we need to know a that confidence crusher when you're at yeah. school? But so um, it was always about being sort of having a bit more substance than just your looks. And so when I started doing TV commercials, yes. and becoming kind of well known in the more commercial world and more sort of well known in the UK. Um, women used to write to me and they would be like oh my god you're so refreshing your figures are curvy you know we can relate to you and it was it was in the 90s when it was all very waif movement and androgynous yes so what we inspired to was all different no I mean it changes all the time doesn't it what's current yeah that was heroin chic and I'm so not heroin chic I was like (laughs) bouncing around with my like double D bust and it was all just like you know and so then I was like okay so I didn't work in Paris because they would be like oh look at these breasts what are they and I'd be like oh so I'd jump on a train and come home and be like I'm not going there anymore and then in Milan they'd be like come in the toilet we need to measure you you need to lose weight and so it was all just all this drama but then I found my territory which was the UK started doing special K adverts where it was sort of celebrating health and vitality and I was like okay this is fine and that's when the ladies started writing to me so it was it's been more about personality um having a being a girl's girl well yeah and I think that's obviously helped your career as Mm. well it must help with the TV presenting and even the shift work okay so if you've got a personality you're working early mornings of other people in the studio surely that helps get you through the day as well because when you're on Capital Breakfast I mean how on earth did you manage even you said you had your boiled eggs were you the only one yeah I used to but I wasn't so then I did boiled eggs but then I went through a phase of getting up really early and juicing okay I'd have a juice before I left the house 
Um, my neighbours must have hated me. I was in a flat. <laughs> you were the like, noisy. Like industrial juicer, just at like four in the morning. I was were like, you living in London then? Yeah, I was living in a oh, flat right. in Camden. Yeah, yeah. So it was like people all around they me. They could hear everything. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'd also prepare. So I'd, take, I'd make quinoa the night before. So I'd take quinoa and I'd yeah. like, you know, roast either asparagus or cut cucumbers and make like a kind of vegetable yeah. quinoa and then either poach salmon and took that, take yeah, like yeah. that with me or smoke salmon. So I was mm. always prepared. And yes, I was the only one. Yeah. But the only other option was um, a McDonald's breakfast. Of course, or a croissant that's around the corner, which or, is all right every now and again. Croissants but are delicious. I'm not going to keep you full that long. But I used to have a couple of croissants, <laughs> but that was when I was doing Strictly because I could burn it off. Yeah. Or you had the canteen upstairs, which yeah. was just meat. Yeah. yeah. And the boys would be like, bowl of meat, and you wouldn't want a bowl, oh, of, bowl no. of meat. And I'd be like, no, no, I don't want a bowl of meat. <laughs> I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> so, so I just became more conscious of knowing that these hours are very draining on you and um, knowing that I needed good nutrition. But you love cooking, and that's I something do. as well. You also, I remember when you told me about your chocolate that you put, was it yeah. goji, but you used to make this homemade chocolate slab. Yeah, frozen frozen. Oh. Raspberries. That was it. The raspberries in it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go home and yeah. try that. So good. So easy. I mean, did you find when you were doing Strictly Come Dancing and all these different types of shows, did you ever notice on a serious note any difficult relationships of food that people had around you? Um, definitely in the modelling world. Strictly mm. not so much. Um... Yeah, I mean, I've encountered that in every industry, you know. It's just in every walk of life, there's just different relationships. My youngest sister had a really bad relationship with food. Um, You know, from my experience, it just stems from needing that control in your life, you know. And I've just, um, I've just... I've always loved food. I've yeah. Always. No, you are a foodie. Just love food. And the traveling in the beginning, when I started modeling, I went to Arizona and I was like, oh, guacamole, what is this? Wow. You know, and I bring it home and all the spices. And it's just like, really, this was years ago. What was the best place you ever, do you remember? Do you have a specific memory of one particular country and one particular type of food? Australia, actually. Yeah. So I went to Sydney when I was about 22 and I had nachos for the love first time. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, oh my God, what is this? And I literally ate them and ate them yeah, and ate them yeah. and probably put on a bit too much weight while I was there. Yes. But it was, just, just love that whole kind of Pan-Asian sort yes, of combination. It was just delicious. Oh, incredible. Yeah. And you touched on the kind of mental health aspect of that. It's something you're so open about. And mm. it's so important because so many of us, I think today, are struggling with mental health problems. And it, it's more current because people just don't speak about it, do they? Mm. But you're quite open about experiencing depression yeah. and getting help for that I wasn't in the beginning though okay no I didn't I didn't talk about it straight away I think when you're going through it it's hard to talk about it and yeah. I think when you come out the other end you can then go wow I was really struggling yeah and perhaps it would have been easier to talk at the time yeah. but I just didn't have the strength and then it's that sort of battle with myself like do I need help I shouldn't need help you just kind of you know it's that British thing where you just yeah. go just you know keep yeah. going you're Stiff fine up a lip kind of yeah. thing and because you were maintaining obviously a public figure and you're yeah. having to you are that positive bubbly person did you find that kind of made it worse at the time you were having to have like two different lives almost yeah I did and then um I remember one thing that the CBT lady said to me which mm. really put me off going back at, and it was after I'd seen her for about a year so it was really good but she um she said to me she'd obviously because I don't really believe that you should disclose too much of, I don't know. I mean, you do have to tell them everything and child and all of that. Of course, yeah. But as far as your career and what's, I don't know. I was on the fence with that. But one thing that stuck with me that she said was like, I don't know who the real Lisa Snowden is. I listen to you on the radio. You come in here. I see you on the TV. And in that moment, what? I felt so judged and yeah. so confused that I was like, 
I, I literally just, it just stunned me and I just thought this but is not... But as your not... therapist, that's surely, I don't think that's quite right. I don't think it is either. So no. I didn't go back after no, that. No, of course not. Um, but I just thought, you know, she'd helped me and I just told her so much of myself and I just felt really like, I don't know, just disappointed no, of course because you'd spent a year yeah. investing your time and trusting someone yeah. and for them to come out with something that's a bit personal because that's not what therapy should be about should it? I mean did you no. find in the early stages it was more giving you coping strategies absolutely and we did really talk about a lot of and it was amazing like she opened my eyes to so much yeah. it was great and yeah. I and and it was really crucial for me but I had her then I also had a, a, a counsellor as well yeah. and he was amazing like I yeah. loved him yeah. and he recommended to do the CBT right so okay. I did that on the side so yeah. I was sort of seeing him just to kind of check up on what was going yeah. on so then I stopped seeing her and I told him what she'd said yeah um, and I didn't go back and see her but no. she did give me coping skills and she did really um because you write stuff down as well yeah. and you do diagrams and you do all this sort of stuff and it was amazing how I could see the different power and the different people that were trying to, you know, like this power yeah. shift within yeah. my relationships throughout my life. Um, so that was really important and I still use those tools to this day but it just got weird yeah. when she said yeah. that and I just thought, hang on a minute. No. I'm not coming here. I'm not paying for you no. to judge me. No. Of course, when you're a professional in a professional situation, you don't drag all this sadness no. and stuff into no, it no, no, that, no. you know stop making my problems no, exa- everybody else's problems exactly and also you've come there to escape from who by saying who is the real Lisa Snowden mm. I mean you have a job just because your job means that you're technically in the public eye doesn't make it any different from anyone else's job mm. you shouldn't bring that into that kind of thing but it's good for people to hear that you're able to be open about how CBTs so that's cognitive behavioural therapy for people that yep. don't know yep it can help if you suffer with depression. It yeah, and anxiety as well. Anxiety, yeah. It helps to break the patterns. It just yeah. really, you just kind of, you, I mean, you. I still can visualise the um, drawings and the diagrams really? and the people wow. that are important and the people yeah. that have caused this sort of friction and this, yeah. you know, just different um, layers of... Un- yeah. yeah, and so it was really, really important. It just got a little bit weird at yeah, the end. No, it's totally. like, okay, we are. Yeah, yeah. This, this meeting is terminated. No, exactly, of course. I mean, in terms of keeping fit and healthy I mean you bless you you've been poorly this weekend you've still managed to come into the studio today and I know that you are a big advocate of your Pilates yeah I've seen you at Define I know I want to go to a class of you Define is amazing isn't it just the ballet bar with the abs and arms and Ashley Verma is just incredible awesome yeah she has got such stamina she is well, I mean, you're else. at the bar and your leg's down here, like 45 yep. degree angle. And then she just like, her leg is up in the air. I know. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I've know. still got some work to do. But <laughs> Have no. you always been into it? I mean, no. it's exercise. No. No. Okay. I always thought that exercise, I was like, ugh, the gym. And oh, God, I always thought it was such a chore. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't until I was about 35 that I knew ah, I needed to do something. I was yeah. so lucky. I was so, I was like this. I was tiny. Yeah, you naturally. And that's what I want to explain to a lot of people listening, that everyone's born with different physiques and different mm. shapes and for instance as a model you weren't told you have to go down to the gym back then no but they did want me to lose weight so perhaps I because that was like I said trying to fit into different territories at the yeah. time when it was fashionable to be yeah. really looking unhealthy instead and, of embracing uh, who you were yeah so mm. I was and I was always because I've been bullied at school for being so skinny and then when I got to sort of 17 18 19 I got these curves and I was yeah. like whoa yeah. finally <laughs> I've got boobs it was so exciting because I was just was like 
I was just thought I got left behind and that yeah. puberty would never hit me. So yeah. then when I was told, you've got to lose these boobs, I was like, no, no it's taking me so long to grow them. <laughs> um, so I, um, yeah, it's, it's so, but in the modelling world, I was, in the normal world, I was still considered very skinny. Yes. But yeah, in the yeah. modelling world, I wasn't yeah. skinny enough. So Crazy, I was very that? lucky, very fast metabolism. Yeah. My dad's six foot three. Yeah. He not so much anymore, but was really skinny. <laughs> my mum is five foot three yeah. and oh, curvy. Wow. So I've got like my You've dad's legs, my dad's really long gangly arms and my mum's boobs. Aww. So I've got a little, I've got, I picked the best bits basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but 35 to start exercising yeah. shows you can go and exercise guys at any age. Any age. And you still get enjoyment from it. Yeah, now I love it. Yeah. So then my first kind of foray into exercise was get to get a personal trainer, which I know isn't for everybody, but it was good for me because that way I could... I could learn what to do properly. Technique. Technique, not mm. hurt myself. Posture. Which is, you know, because you can get injured and then that just puts you off forever. Totally. So technique, posture. I did a lot of corrective postural work because yep. I've got a little bit of a, um, little bit of slight scoliosis yes. on my spine, which is the curvature from, like, of the spine. Handbags and things? Maybe. Or just naturally, genetically? I don't actually know. Um... I think there's different ones on the scoliosis. Yeah. Is the, the S curve of the spine? It's isn't the S it? curve. So my cur- my spine just sl- just really really tiny kind of sweeps up to the left a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But I did get injured in my on my right wrist when I was 17. Ooh, so okay. I don't know whether perhaps that had a knock on effect. Yeah, yeah. So, but I did corrective posture work, and he taught me how to do squats properly and Amazing. you know lunges and yeah. you know just just educated me in the world of the gym. So that was great. But then I really love classes. I yeah. find classes me so too. enjoyable. I can't. I find it so hard going into a gym on my own. I I'm yeah. that type of person. It's intimidating. That, uh, it is so intimidating. The mirrors are everywhere. And I feel people look at you. People are like, I know. sweating <laughs> and really posing. And I'm like, oh, don't mind me. Is that free yet? Is Do you mind just wiping that down yeah. with your sweat outfit with a towel? I don't yeah. want to touch that. Yeah. And they like, oh, it's just a bit like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, even to do like one of those induction things or whatever oh, it's called and they go come in and we'll teach you and I'm like oh, okay okay next you know, week it's really week. funny because I'm training to be a PT at the moment because oh, I want to wow. learn about it and I want to learn about that body side of things and we were discussing it yesterday on the course Lisa how why do people not keep things clean the intimidating noises you know they smash the weights down on yeah. the floor and it makes that loud cluttering it's just gym <laughs> etiquette and that that used to put me off as well yeah. but now finding things like classes I find it's an extra motivational tool and have you noticed the difference in how you feel and your skin oh, and all my these God. different things and Absolutely. Like, if I don't go to class, if I don't make, if I don't, if I don't, if I'm not able to make a class yeah. or, or, or have an ex- a healthy exercise regime, I notice my mind. Yeah. I notice I get grouchy. I'm yes. less able to deal with stress. Yeah. Um, and George, my fiance, is the same. He's like, you need to, you need to start exercising again because you could yeah. see oh, that I'm a bit you. like. Uh. Yeah, I find it hard to get going if I haven't like had a bit of a heart rate boost that week or something. So it's something to try, I think, for everyone. I really honestly promise you. And also, if you do a class, you can try loads of different ones. Like dance classes are amazing. Because then you don't feel like you're exercising. And then you lose weight and you're sweating a lot, but you're having a giggle. And you can feed off everybody else and you can look at everybody else and go, oh my God, we look ridiculous, don't we? But this is so much fun. (laughs) Exactly. You hit the nail on that. It's fun. You've got to love it. Otherwise, what is the point? So find an exercise that works for you. For you, it could be, I don't know. Even golf is an exercise. It could be golf or dance or 
football, anything. I just think walking as well. So I've got yes. most people have got iPhones these they days. Do. Yeah. You've got that heart app on your oh, fa- yeah, on your phone. Thing. So then you can just do you can see yeah. how many steps and you can just yeah. kind of set yourself goals each day yeah. or each week. And I think totally. that you know even if you just walk up the stairs in the tube mm. rather than stand on the escalator. Yeah. I mean that's such a hard work. My heart. I know. Like, boom. I know. Boom. It doesn't matter how fit you are. <laughs> yeah. Stairs always get you. Absolutely. Completely. I want to talk about your newest venture because I'm so I remember when you were talking about it back mm-hmm. when last year when we were working might have been was it the year before or last year? I can't remember. But when did you launch You Glow Girl? Tell me more about it. So You Glow Girl, this is my beauty blog. I but love it's like it. wellness and beauty and yes. it just kind of encompasses everything that I love, which is taking care of yourself and having that glow. Yeah. So it's about diet, it's about nutrition, it's yeah. about exercise, it's about um, beauty and treatments and yeah. makeup and everything. It's fascinating the things Thank you discuss you. on there. Oh my goodness. And when you went over to, was it Hong Kong you went to recently? Japan. Japan. <gasps> oh yeah. my, going over there and hearing about what people do and the different things you were trying, I found it amazing. Yeah, no, so it, it just goes hand in hand with what I love and what yeah. I've always loved. And people always ask me, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do for your skin? Your skin yeah, because your skin is amazing. Thank Everyone says it. I've got, my mum's got great. They both have yeah. a good, good skin. You've got a good so natural I've got good genes, but I do look after it. And yeah. it is a combination of the exercise, yeah. the nutrition, yeah. getting good food in. Well, I also see you on aeroplanes with a certain regime that you do when yeah. you get on a plane. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk us through? What does Lisa do when she's flying for hours on a plane for her skin? Well, I love those sheet masks. I think they're yeah. amazing. So sheet masks are really good, but I'll always take a cleanser with me. Yeah. And I'll always take like a spritz, like I have an Ev- Evian water spritz. So you can get those little handbag ones. Yeah. So take it away from you when yeah, you go yeah, yeah. customs. Brilliant. So I think hydration is so important. So I drink a lot of water on the plane. Water is key. Even yeah. if you're up and down going to the loo all the time. Yeah. Cl- I just climb over the person who's sitting next to me. <laughs> if you if you're like I know sorry uh, to wake yeah. you or just to creep I just put over my them. feet onto the armrest <laughs> yes, and pray and that they don't wake up mid yeah. climb. You don't bang like, your head <gasps> on the yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of obstacles to get to the bottom, but I drink a lot of water. So sheet masks are great. Yeah. I just think massage is amazing. Oh, so if you're watching yeah. a film, just like take a little oil with you yeah, or stretch. Yeah, because oil is lovely. Like people think that oils are um you know going to make your skin really greasy, but your yeah. skin does absorb them if you get well, like a good so quality oil. Yeah, you can you can handle that. So lots of massage, sheet masks are amazing. Um, Spritz regularly, just keep spritzing your face because it's a perfect makeup free opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, no makeup. Yeah, yeah. I find what what is the point when you're flying that long? We take your makeup bag with you if you're Mm. going somewhere, but just give it on the descent when we start landing. That's when I start. I put a bit of mascara on, maybe a bit of concealer. Definitely a bit of concealer. (laughs) Lip balm is crucial throughout the flight as well. Yeah, Um, and hand cream, things like that. Just everything's so dry. I mean, people have to go and read your blog because you have so many tips and tricks on Thank there you. for everybody to read it's been amazing I mean I've heard you talking about it even on this morning when you go in and that's completely different you're doing a lot of fashion things on there yeah. as well now are you finding that there's a crossover even in that area with your different lines of work with yeah. the beauty and the fashion absolutely together. yeah it's really lovely actually so I've, I've yeah been doing lots of beauty breakfasts yeah. and hosting different you know because People know that my passion is genuine. It's not, you exactly. know, and I don't do all the hashtag ad stuff. Well, we saw that you much in the jungle, like making, <laughs> looking after yourself, omega 3 and keeping, you know, on yeah. top of everything. So that's, so I had the omega 3 pills to take for my hormones and then I just yeah. bit them open and started massaging them. And I felt like oh I was God. being really naughty because I was like, <laughs> I was like trying to do it because cameras everywhere. And I was like, no, 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 my skin is dry. And they'd give yeah. you like a generic cream oh, that was yeah. just, wasn't doing, not doing anything. anything so I just, I just bite this omega thing. It had, it had all sorts in it. It had, 
yeah. coconut oil, rice bran yeah. oil, um, vitamin E, all sorts. And you'd rub that capsule and on I your just, face. I just massage. Ma- and there's nothing else Love to it. do. Thinking outside of the box yeah, there, Lisa. Absolutely. It's, it's impressive. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, you are engaged, which is very exciting to the wonderful George. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you guys work at home, like in the kitchen. You know, I see him cooking the most amazing things for you. The other night, it looked beautiful. So he, yeah, he's... um, He's so funny because we're both control freaks. So if I'm cooking, I only want to be the one to cook. And if yeah. he's cooking, he's the same. Oh, okay. So no one else in the kitchen. No, it's quite good. He's <laughs> like, go and sit down, just go and relax. So this weekend I wasn't feeling very well. So he just basically just cooked me back to life. It's oh, adorable. So he went, we've got a great butcher. We've got the ginger pig up the road from I us. I love yeah. the ginger pig. Yeah. So he got this massive tomahawk steak. Yeah. And he made, we had, we've got all these, we've been growing tomatoes. We've got all these lovely yes, cherry tomatoes. You love your garden. Yep. And then um, my uncle Mike and Auntie Pepe gave me loads of homemade chili. That they'd been growing too, so he he made this kind of like tomato chili, put olives, and he mm. sort of blended it all down, and he made this sort of like a relish. I'm salivating right yeah, now. Yeah, no, he's he's so good. <laughs> he's just he's just he is. I'm so lucky. Aww. I am so lucky. Not yeah. just because he cooks. No, but it shows that you can also meet the love of your life at any point in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, I just want to hear you know hear these hope stories and these stories of love and love comes in so many different shapes and forms, doesn't it? It really and when does. When you least expect it, sometimes. Yeah, and I just think that. Um, you don't have to compromise yourself when no. you do meet the right person. You just yeah. kind of fit. Yeah. And it, it also shouldn't be stressful or well, no drama because no. I've had so many dramatic, yeah. hideous relationships I'm where sure I've not compromised alone. myself mm. and I had sort of said, you know what, I just would rather be about myself than yeah. be in an unhappy relationship. And yeah. um, 
and then draw and I started meditating and also doing ah. really like manifesting how are you meditating to talk me through so that. I can't meditate just on my own because yeah. if I meditate to silence I'm like am I meditating is it, I know it is meditating I was saying this to Shona earlier yeah. that I could hear my thoughts in yeah. my head all the time and it freaks me out but they say that they say let the thoughts come and then I like know. let them go but they come so much <laughs> I'm like okay this is ridiculous <laughs> and I'm like is, is that the delivery man is there a man coming to the door I don't know okay let it go that's the neighbour I wonder what they're doing today the school's back like, and I just oh my start goodness. chatting to myself so I'm like okay just so I listen to Deepak Chopra okay yeah, nice perfect. who I love who's yeah. like an Indian guru yeah um, I went to see him recently at the South Bank Centre really? I was totally fangirling <gasps> yeah he's amazing that would have been amazing and yeah. we did a meditation with him oh. which was possibly the most powerful thing I've really? ever done because you're all with these amazing people yeah. in one room the energy must yeah. have been incredible and he was there and so he just wow. but that was silent and I went deep and when I came wow. out of it I was just <gasps> Spacey. But it it was shows brilliant. you can do it anywhere. You can. So you do don't anywhere. have to just be by yourself in no, your bedroom. I, I think starting off, it take. I mean, I still, I'm still. I prefer to do it at home by myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like to put it on before I go to bed. I do it on planes as well, actually. Okay. When did you start doing all this? So I started doing it. So George and I've been together nearly three years. Yeah. So it was four years ago. So it was okay. when I hit rock bottom. I'd finished my therapy. I was yeah. single for a year. My therapist was like, "You have to stop. You have to be single for a year. No more dating. Dating detox." Yeah. Yeah. And so that's when I started. Started listening to Deepak and also lying in bed saying, I want this kind of man. I want him to be uh, funny and kind and loving. And I just named everything. I didn't yeah. leave anything on the out list. There. I put it out there and I did it a lot. <laughs> yes. And then we got reintroduced to each other and I was, we were like, So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'd known each other for years. So Yeah. And then it happened. There you go. So we've had lots of interesting, different questions from people. And I've updated things because I actually put another question out yesterday for followers to. Ooh. I know. So they're very diverse. Um, first of all, I mean, you're going to get these types of questions a lot, but Hannah has said, what is it like to be a celebrity? You know, sometimes can it be a little bit intoxicating is the word she's used. Hmm. I mean, you mentioned there how it affected your therapy session towards the end. Yeah. Does Do you ever find the boundaries a bit? I don't see myself as a celebrity. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of tricky. Yeah. Um, being in the public eye. Been, I've been around for ages. Come on, let's just like so it just no one would know that at all. It's at like all. literally, um, but you wouldn't know 20, that meeting you. seven. How long is it? I don't know, nearly 30 years. Yeah. I've been kind yeah. of in the public eye in different ways forms, and forms yeah. and shapes and all of that. So, um, I mean. I remember being on the red carpet and seeing Prince and that was extremely intoxicating. I was like, oh, Prince is here, Prince yeah. is here, Prince is yeah. here. So things like that, meet Stevie Wonder, like things oh. like that. No, no, amazing, I know. Yeah. But um, things, people like that, there has been moments when I've just been like, wow. Yeah, pinch me a little music bit. music people because okay. I find that music moves me so much. And yeah. so somebody that you'd grown up with like Stevie Wonder or Prince, that like for me. Well, is, that was another question. Who yeah. was the person yeah. you was the best person you ever met. So yeah. obviously Stevie. Yeah. For sure. But then he's also probably quite down to earth, I'm sure, and just a nice normal guy. Yeah, I was so starstruck I barely yeah, said go, anything. Yeah. I was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I had a, a lifetime of questions yeah. to ask him and I was just like, yeah. it's so nice to meet you. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I so. mean Capital Breakfast was a dream job for you then, wasn't yeah. it really? I got all the to music meet some and... great people, but obviously yeah. people in film and and so yeah, I did I've I've been really lucky. Like I've yeah. met some really cool people. Incredible. Now Julie has said, um, you're such a beautiful Beautiful person, Lisa, inside and out. That's lovely. Lovely, Julie. Thank you for that, Felisa. Um, She's actually said, your struggle to be a mum is the same for me. So uh, this has happened to me. How do you find peace with this? Yeah, so... You're very good at being open talking about this. Well, I just... Now, how I feel is that I'm so happy in my life. Yeah. And 
I'm really fortunate that George and I are together and that yeah. we're, that, that we're, in, that we're so love. happy yeah, yeah. And that we're in love. So I think that sometimes from my experience seeing other people and also from me too, wanting more all the time. Yes, you know, yes we all it's do. Not, it's not the best thing to do. I think healthy. sometimes it's just really good just to stay, take stock yeah. of who you have in your life. Gratitude. Exactly. Gratitude is so yep. important. Yeah. And just to just realise that maybe it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Rather than, I mean, I, there's obviously different ways, that I, roads I could have gone down. And I did explore some. Um, avenues, but it just wasn't for us. And no, you've got your nieces. I've and got. I, oh my yeah. goodness, they're adorable. They're so cute <laughs> and they're brilliant. And I can yeah. then go bye, see you later. Yeah, and then go home and like you know have a bottle of wine. Yeah, and binge yeah, watch yeah, yeah. box sets. And but so. doesn't it go to show that society dictates what should be a norm or what yeah. is this? It's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. It's just people don't speak about it again. Not everybody should have to follow one set route. No, and I think that when you're younger, you do mm. think, oh, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have kids, I'm going to yeah. have a dog. And it's like, you just yeah. always imagine that that's what your life's yeah, going to be yeah. like. But things change. I mean, I yeah. never thought I'd be like living in Japan and traveling no. the world and doing the things I've done. And I, and I just... I take stock and I'm really grateful and yeah. I feel really lucky that I'm still working. Yeah. I love what I do. Well, yeah, you're working again. For, so didn't you work, was it Triumph Lingerie you worked in your 20s and now you're yeah. working for them again? Well, yeah, I did a campaign for them a few years ago. So that was lovely. Yeah. That was literally one of the first big jobs I did. Yeah. And I've got a big calendar oh, that was shot by uh, Patrick Litchfield, who's a well-known photographer at the time still very well-known but um, But in different stages of your life to be working like this is incredible it really is and I just think you know what I've just got a lot of love to give and I've got great nieces and nephews and god kids so and yeah and you know being a mum for me sadly wasn't for this life so I just have to let that go no and I think that if you really keep I don't know it's like I don't want to keep beating myself up about no, that just be no. really just happy in the moment I think that's a wonderful thing to practice gratitude and feel the amazing things that life can offer because life is yeah. so much more there's so much out there that we have to be very thankful so thank you thank you for that question Julie because I think that's a very sensitive one but I know that Lisa was the best person you probably could have um, got an answer about that from um, Faye has said do you encourage any young girls in your family to take up modelling well it's funny because Willow my niece She's just so cute. And she's such a poser. Like, she is ridiculous. She's like, Lily, take a picture of me here. (laughs) And I'm like, it's kind of worrying. But I, she did a little, um, so my first year is a really cute little um, company that do lovely sort of. um, Sounds cute. Yeah, my first year. So they do like little bathrobes and you can get the little initials on them. And it's all just really sweet. So I've known them for a long time. She did a little job for them. But but she was much, much younger. um, And she quite liked it. But I mean, if she wanted to do it, I definitely you know I don't, I don't think she sh- it's up to mm, it's up it's whatever it's makes not, them happy yeah it? it's not really yeah. my call it's more no. for for my sister yeah. and her partner to decide that but um, you know if she comes to me when she's 16 and says you know I'm quite I've been scouted, for example. Yeah, then then I'd give her all my advice yeah. and I'd just, but, you know. Well, she's lucky to have you because if that's you. the case, then she's got the best advice, which is great. <laughs> Rob also said, how many countries have you been to? Oh, gosh, Rob. I know, that was the question I that came I, in. I was like, oh, oh great one. So, oh, do you know what? I've been, it's amazing. So, do you know? No, I don't. I honestly don't know. I should have brought my passports with me. Yeah. I've been. Well, you probably had so many passports with stamps full. Yeah, I've got about four passports. Wow. But I'm just thinking... The countries that I haven't been to that I want to go to are Cambodia, Vietnam, Russia, places like that. Um, Never Russia. That surprises me. Never been to Russia. I'd assume modelling would take you to Russia for some reason. 
No, 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 no. But my friend is has been trying to get me to go to St. Petersburg to the White Nights. Oh, so I okay. might try and go next yeah, yeah, year yeah. to go to the ballet and be very cultured. Yes, yes. Um, so that, that's, <laughs> I'd love to go there as well. But there are there's so many places I haven't been. Yeah. Um, trying to think where else. I've never been to Iceland. I want to go there. I'd love to do Iceland. You know, like at Christmas time, yeah. like see some reindeer. Is that Iceland mm. or Greenland? Have I got that mixed up completely? My geography's not strong, Lise. <laughs> Yours is better than mine. <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing. Finland. I haven't gone to Finland either. Finland. So Northern Europe yes. is a place that I'd like yes. to explore more. Amazing. But thanks okay. for that question. I'm going to go home and try and yeah. work out how many countries I've been to. <laughs> so we now have my favourite part of the podcast. This is the Quickfire Wrap. This is something that Lisa hasn't seen. Oh, yeah. I know. Here we go. Bring it on. So these are going to be lighthearted and fun, I promise. Um, Well, we'll see what you think of that. Okay. Lisa Snowden. Yes. What is always in your fridge? Oh, um, almond milk. Oh, love it. Yes. Great. Good answer. Okay. You can only have one kitchen gadget. What would it be? Um... Like frying pans and saucepans counted. Yeah, no. I mean, mine would be a nonstick pan. Yeah, I think a nonstick yeah. pan. I mean, that you can do everything with that, can't Absolutely. you? I live yeah. on a nonstick pan. When I'm knackered, <laughs> like honestly, I get home, yeah. and I'm like chucking in a stir fry. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think that, and I do okay. like my Thermomix as well, which is kind Ooh. of like the most amazing gadget, gadget. but that's yeah. like a high, hardcore gadget oh, that's amazing it's good to have a hardcore one and a basic mm. one yeah. I'm liking that okay. approach um, what is your signature homemade dish um, pan fried salmon with brown rice mushrooms onions Lovely. broccoli and like oh. a kind of ginger sauce oh I love ginger yeah. and everything in fact I've got a ginger matcha with me now I love yeah, it so I've much I've had ginger matcha I'll make sure yeah. I get you some Yum. ginger matcha so basically yeah. blend up um, fresh ginger raw onion and put some rice wine vinegar and some soy in it mm. and it's just like this really it's really really zingy yeah, but it's, it's yummy and that's kind of like a homely comfort Lovely. meal that I like and to do very healthy can oh, I yeah. just say very proud of that one <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite restaurant? Now, this could be anywhere oh, in the world, Lisa. don't do that. Anywhere. I don't know. I don't know. I love Japanese food mm. and I love Italian food. And I just don't know if I can... Uh, it's hard to pick one, isn't it? Yeah, I just... There's too many. Yeah, there's too many. Too many, Just too food, many. Food, food, food. food, every, food. I'll always find somewhere delicious wherever yeah. I go. And especially Japanese foods. So we have a preference for that one. Mm. What is, well, this may be answered it, the one food you can't live without? Chocolate, dark chocolate. Oh, yes. I've got such... I'm loving you for that answer. I just love dark chocolate so much. I mean, I know that you're only supposed to have like a couple of squares, oh, but I, I've got a confession. I, I had a whole bar yesterday. Did you? 80% <laughs> dark chocolate, yeah. Oh, love it. Absolutely. What's your favourite brand of dark chocolate? Do you have Well, one? I quite like... Um, it, it it changes. What's the one that I've been having recently? I can't even remember what it is right now. But so that's many. a sugar. It's like a sugar-free one. It's Ooh. like it's got um, coconut okay. sugar in it. Oh, is it on bar? Yeah, the on bars. I, I love, love the on bars. I love the on bars. Yes, well, exactly. Yeah, on bars. I quite like lint. Lint yeah, as lint well. Really nice one. Green and black. Good. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I like them yeah. all. Yeah, we're I mean, a chocolate I'll, fan. I'll, I'll, I'll find. <laughs> I'll find it anywhere. I'll find like Marks yeah. and Spencer's own. I know. And Sainsbury's you own. You must remember and... this. When I take Lisa for lunch, somewhere <laughs> with chocolate to finish. There we go. Um, Thank you. So what is the strangest food? Oh, this is a good one for you. Yeah. Um, you've ever eaten. <laughs> um, blowfish sperm. Yeah, there in you Japan. go. In the jungle. Was that in <laughs> no, Japan? Not jungle. even in the jungle. <laughs> was, oh, my God. It was a dish that they served in you your restaurant. You ordered that? Yeah. Well, we didn't actually, but the chef, we kind of got to know the chef in Japan and he was like, you've got to try this. It's like oh, only really? like a two week period where you Ooh. can actually eat. I know, it's so weird. It's oh. actually really Really nice. Is it? it? Really nice. What does it taste like? It's creamy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's 
kind of yeah oh, it was gosh. honestly really nice okay I mean right. I wouldn't have it every day no well it's a rarity that one isn't it I <laughs> was not what I was I mean, expecting some weird stuff let me just you have no, yeah. you really have we, we know um now we know <laughs> um right what is your god I won't forget it's that a delicacy one. in Japan they pay a lot of money for that sperm. um <laughs> what is your go-to healthy dish in a rush um God, it used to be eggs because I used to always course, like, you, you know, eggs, but now yeah. I can't do eggs. Um, it would probably be um, like a mackerel pate or something Lovely. that I just made. You're very good with oily fish. Yeah. I'm, I love good. it. Like I crave it. Me or too. avocado on toast. Like oh. on a sourdough toast, mm. like crushed avocado mm. with mm. chili and lemon and salt. That yeah. would probably be my Girl after my own heart, one. definitely. So who is your biggest cooking inspiration? Um, I love Melissa Hemsley. Oh, she, she is fabulous. Just gorgeous. A ray of sunshine as well. Yeah, she's just so she's positive. She's just so positive. I do love the the your cooking book too. Oh, thank you, and Lisa. I love the uh, bananas and honey and oh my gosh, yeah. Bet you're going back toast. to basics. Yeah. So easy to do and taste so, so good. I'm so flattered that you for Elevenses with book. a cup of tea. Elevenses. <gasps> now that's something yeah. I miss these days. We've gone past. I'm, we didn't have our Elevenses, Lisa. No, we didn't. Damn I it. thought I was going to arrive to the yes. studio and there would be some snacks. Yeah, I know. I know. There nothing. is nothing here. I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm appalled in myself that there is not even She's dark She's drinking here. a ginger matcha and I have never tried that before. No, I've got my own green tea. It's fine. Oh, dear. So what, on that note with chocolate then, what is your favourite childhood treat? Um... Oh my gosh. I know. Childhood food was really bad. Yeah, I mean, back no, in it was. Really. It was yeah. Frey Bentos steak and kidney pies. It was oh, wow. microwave okay. chips. No, it was bad. Yeah. I yeah. used to cook spaghetti cheese, which of course is just spaghetti and cheese. cheese. Nice. And you grate the cheese over the top and then you grill it. And I used to sit in front of the oven and watch it. <gasps> like a bake. Bubble. Yeah. Mm. I just used to watch it bubble and brown. <laughs> and that just be like, just sit on the floor cross legged. And I still have that habit now where I That's sit so on cute. the floor and look through the oven. And George is like, look at you. So I've got, yeah. I, I like that process of watching I it love cook. that. So maybe that. That reminds me of being a kid. Yeah, childhood yeah. memories. Now the last fire round question <laughs> is, what is the last thing you tried for the first time? Um, oh, gosh. I know, it gets you thinking. Um, the last thing I tried for the first time. Yeah, which is hard because you try loads of different things. We're talking food, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't okay. worry. Okay, we're talking food, Lisa. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, could be anything. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think, let me think. Oh my gosh. I know. This this honestly gets How long have we got? Let it's me like... think. Okay, hold on. There must be something because I'm really adventurous and I do like to well, try new things. you went to the Maldives things. recently. I went to the Maldives. Went... Did I have anything new there? No. Oh, I did have wasabi ice cream. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Like a green tea wasabi ice cream. I think I'd like that. Yeah. So I it was with wasabi. a chocolate fondant. So it was like really melt in the middle and then it just had that tiny bit of kick of wasabi. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a really good answer. Mm. Best wasabi answer so far, Lisa, on that one. Brilliant. Wasabi ice cream so that kind of concludes our podcast i'm gonna yeah. finish on a take home message so everyone often says what their food for thought is and to give you an example mine today would be that as we've discussed mental health i mean in the nhs at the moment over 20 percent of men and women show signs of depression or anxiety every year i'm sure the figure's probably higher than that actually so. when we think about it I think we all need a bit of help and that's totally okay sometimes, you know, at different stages of our lives, things can be difficult and it's hard to know when to know to get help. Mm. So whether you're having a bad day, um, it's just important you don't always just think you have to cope on your own. And no matter how strong you are, we do all need support to find someone you can trust to offer, you know, lend an ear, someone to listen to. So my food for thought is please don't be scared to reach out. 
totally where agree. you need to. Totally I mean, do you have a food for thought you can give, a take-home message that you think would help people? I mean, I think that is just just kind of adding to that, really. Yeah. It's just so important to... I mean, I when I was struggling, I mean, when I saw the therapist, it was like, you should have been here 10 years ago. And yeah. I tried to struggle on and on. And yeah. I kept things bottled up inside. I still do that to some extent. Now I've got George, obviously, I can really, really You've open up and vent. But um, if you've got family... If you've yeah. got friends, just yeah. just reach out to them if you're feeling really low and say, I am struggling. Like, yeah. I do not feel good today. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. And then don't be afraid to go to the doctor, yeah. you know, because you it could appear. be your hormones. Exactly. It could be just, anything. Just pressure, stress, Lack bereavement, grief, things that you're dealing with, things mm. that you maybe haven't dealt with, things that you've bottled up inside. So talking is so important so yeah get help and do not feel ashamed that you need help because it's like you know the thing is the mind is it's that's so crucial and it's something no one can see so you don't see this on smile on the outside you can't see that exactly you if you cut yourself you look after it if you if you're hurting somewhere you go but if your mind's hurting you don't how do you heal it yeah so it's about talking and seeking help well lisa i'm still so amazed you found the time and thank you so much for coming in and sharing your food for thoughts with me thank you for coming lisa thank you darling for having me thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode you'll absolutely love my next guest so click subscribe to be the first to hear it and remember a bit of extra guidance and advice may be all it takes to help you become the healthiest and happiest version of you in my part handbook and part recipe book, Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well, you can follow the structure of a session with me in clinic, gaining the confidence you need to create delicious, nourishing meals at home with my Renourish menu. Check it out on Amazon or all major bookshops. For more information about me, my clinic, recipes, events, health retreats, and so much more, please visit retrition.com and follow me at Retrition on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. British people can't get enough of sausages. The Independent suggests 5 million of us eat them every single day. But it's not only us, is it? There's Germany's bratwurst and Spain's spicy chorizo. In fact, while I love smashed avocado on toast too, I know there's no protein in it. So for breakfast, I often slice up some pre-cooked Heck sausages to have on top. It goes perfectly. Check out heckfood.co.uk or find them in the major supermarkets. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 